You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 130 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here with Gina Militia. How are you, Gina? Um, great, Val. I love these little snapshots. Yes, this is a snapshot today, which we drop in as an in-between episode, in between our regular programming. And we just do something short and sharp. And uh, next episode, you will get the, the full program. So what have we got in this episode, Gina? All right. So I... Uh... A post by one of the listeners, uh, Ari, sent in an image of he uh, bought some canned smoke or aerosol <laughs> hay. So he, he writes, great? I know, I just had a photo shoot where I experimented with this aerosol haze. I'm still thinking of how to make the most of it and wondering if you have had here some insights in using this type of product. So he sent a link yeah. and uh, the first thing I did was check to see that it was available in Australia. And yes, yes. because you can go to uh, – the American online sites and have a look uh, for this sort of stuff. The problem with aerosols is it's uh, only able to be shipped by land uh, surface freight. Yeah. So that would be by by ship yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so to okay. us. So yeah. I checked and there are, there are some suppliers in Australia for our Australian listeners and obviously uh, the rest of the world, uh, you can get it. And there's uh, several different brands. So what this stuff is, what is it? What is haze in a can, Val? Have you ever heard of it? No, but, you know, you can get anything in a can these days. I mean, you can get okay. cream in a can. You can get, you can get in a can. like caramel in a can. You can get chicken in a can. That's you caramel can get, in a can. Well, the, you know, you just. Take the you just squeeze it out. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not like that stuff that you boil for three hours to make. Um, what is it? Your favourite one and only <laughs> ben, dish? Banoffee pie. Banoffee pie. <laughs> <laughs> Condensed milk boiled for three days becomes yeah, not three double. days. Yes, three hours or so. That's right. It's good. A good trick, isn't it? Amazing. So all these amazing <laughs> things come in cans, including yes. this canned aerosol spray. And yeah. why this is so exciting for photographers is in the past, if, we'd, if we've ever wanted to uh, have a smoky scene, it's meant that like you've had to go up to uh, find a, a bar where lots of people are smoking. doesn't exist <laughs> anymore unless you're in somewhere like, I don't know, Soviet Union or Cuba or parts of Greece where people are still allowed to smoke inside. <laughs> so yes. it's very 
very hard to find. So you've either got to manufacture smoke um, or you can get a higher smoke machines or buy smoke machines. Again, uh, like it's that extra added cost. You've got to plug them in so they're not very portable. So like if you ever want to create those beautiful uh, images you see where you're in a forest, there's lots of trees, sun streaming through in the background and then through the haze you get the rays of light have you ever seen that no but my dog groucho is obviously uh, yeah so groucho's in on the on the love and the idea of the uh the smoke in a can so uh, difficult uh with smoke and you see like you see these uh smoke machines are used a lot on uh movies and like i was watching some behind the scenes of um what's that show that everyone's watching um Winter is coming is the catch. I forgot the name. Game of, it. of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That's it, right? At least I remember the the catchphrase. Oh my god! Um, but but like they use smoke in that show a lot to get because that's like when there was lots of fires in in that that era. There was lots of atmosphere in the air. It adds another level to your shot. So it, it can does. be used a lot, Ari, in a lot of different scenarios. And so anywhere where you've got maybe sun streaming through windows and interior I would uh, spray that uh, smoke in the air and then you'll get those beautiful shafts of light anywhere where mm. you want to add a bit of atmos so it's atmosphere so I'd see it in maybe in a, a laneway at night and you, you want to have mm. uh, you want to be careful where you use it because if you're using it against a really light colored background you're not going to see the smoke no. so it's it's great to use in in lots of situations particularly where you've got a dark darker background or a black background to, to add mood and atmosphere to your shot because it's going to pick up like um, like rays, shaft. So you could do that scene, like remember nine and a half weeks where they had the slow move <laughs> fan, everything in the 80s had a slow moving fan, uh, the light backlit and then you've got the smoke <laughs> rising and you can create all sorts of uh, amazing uh, cool looks with this and take it anywhere. Put, put, put them so- in your camera bag, amazing. Let's say you are shooting this, you're shooting a portrait, so or you're shooting one person or maybe a couple, and then um, there's perhaps some shafts of light behind them, and you want to make that more pronounced by yeah. using this smoke in a can or fog machine in a can. Yeah. Um, do you spray specifically between the person and the light source, or can you just spray anywhere, even in so front you, of the person? You, You'd have it. You, I'd have it in front and behind. I'd I'd want to have right. it all around to add that extra layer. Uh, but you right. can just have it behind if you want. But it kind of looks a bit funny if it's just behind because the person is uh, kind of too sharp and oh, uh, right. too cleanly lit. The other thing you can do with this stuff is just at home in um in a room have a black backdrop, which could be the black side of your five sided reflector. Right, set that mm. up against a wall or some black card and just spray some whips whiffs of um of this uh canned haze in front Mm -hmm. of the uh black card and photograph it all right just do lots of different shapes and take shots of it and then save those because you can then use those as stock smoke that you can drop into future shots 
That's ah, a good, good way idea. to. It's a good way to create stock smoke. So yeah. uh, with maybe just one investment, so that like you know, if you're ever wanting to create a bit of atmosphere in a shot, you've already got like some all these different plates of stock, uh, stock smoke. Some other suggestions we had when this was posted um, in the podcast group was uh, some people were suggesting that uh, you can use baby powder instead to get the same effect ah, or talcum yes. powder uh, yep, works yep. well. But, uh, you know, I've heard all people saying that that's toxic if you uh, inhale it. Uh, and Baby on the toxic, yeah, Which is pretty bad for babies because <laughs> <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, so with the, the, the people, the manufacturers uh, in Australia of this particular canned haze write that their, their, um, their stuff is uh, quite safe to inhale, <laughs> but, yeah. but I don't know about that. So I would, I would be very careful about uh, using this stuff around kids and animals and try and yeah. probably work in well-ventilated spaces and yeah. uh, kind of carefully read the ingredients. So I haven't, I haven't got a can in my hand, but like that that's what I'd be doing before I used it. Just, well, you know. also, Ari has said but, um, that his wife was not that excited when he started to experiment inside the house. <laughs> when he sprayed a lot, hay stayed around for quite a while and then the floor yeah. got slippery. So, yes, you know, but something in it that, 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 like, so, yeah, it hangs around for quite a while and you yeah. get that, that moody look. So um, I think uh, take all those things into consideration and, you know, um, check it out if you feel – I don't think it's that uh, that expensive to, to okay. use. So, so, yeah. The next thing that we're talking about in this snapshot is candid kid photography. What's yes. that about, Gina? So Alison Klein sent, uh, also sent in a, uh, a, a, a request for some CCs and, um, and a series That's of shots. That's constructive so criticism. Go foul. <laughs> so she said she wanted to get out and take photos to practice, and the sky seemed lovely on a Monday evening. And she went down to the beach. She lives in beautiful Northern Ireland. On my list, Val. So wow. there. And she found a wee puppy to photograph and a asked the mum, a wee puppy, <laughs> for daughter. That I could listen to that accent all day too. Yeah. The Irish accent. Yeah. Um, if her daughter could hold the dog uh, for better yeah. colours and. Then she noticed that there was two other mums with seven kids between them. So oh. she asked if she could take their pictures and uh, she said it was exhilarating to be both a part and an observer of this activity and uh, she sent a mum the email uh, with, with some of the shots and lots of diversity and uh, so she just asked for, um, yeah, some feedback. So she shoots with a Fuji X-T1 and uh, she used a 16 to 35 mil lens. Lens, uh, 16 to 35 uh, 2.8 lens. So um, I love the shots that you've done uh Alison and the other question that she asked as well is uh she was looking at her, her edit and she was feeling that her images might be over processed compared to the latest pastel look that's around and so she asked about uh, that so let me so just if you want to have a look at these shots you can um have a look at them in the show notes which you can find at ginamilitia.com that's m i l i c i a but uh you know 
if you're driving at the moment, don't worry, you might want to look at them later. Or basically, they're a series of awesome, fantastic shots um, taken by the beach and they're of young children and they are, they're just candid shots. Some of them are running, some of them crossing a river, some of them they are looking at the camera, but they're but they're laughing. They're not just saying cheese, you know what I mean? And the, um, the kids are wearing pretty colourful clothing against, uh, it, it, because it's Northern Ireland, it's not exactly like the sun, sand and surf that we experience in Australia. It's kind of an overcast day with lots of greys and blues in the background. But uh, the kids are having a good time nonetheless and it's it's their pops of colour in the clothes and just their very candid expressions that make these images um uh, you know, really come alive. But what's, yeah, but so what's your feedback to Alice and Gina? So that, that, this is the first thing that I noticed about all these images. The first uh, thought that came into my mind was joyful and authentic mm, and this is what they joyful. are and I think this is something that uh, if we're going to talk about what's uh, trendy at the moment, right on trend. So I could see uh, that I could look at these shots and you put the words of a, a clothing manufacturer or a soft drink or a phone company under them, you go, oh, yeah, it's an ad for blah, 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 don't you think, Val, that some of the yeah. expressions, that's the vibe they they have for me. So very authentic, uh, very natural. I think you've done a beautiful job and uh, exposure and everything, you're spot on with that. So, um, And I think you've got a really good natural style. So mm. I would love to see you explore this more, uh, Alison. A couple of things to keep in mind and maybe to take these images to the next level is I noticed that you shot many of these uh, in a horizontal format and a few vertical. I would stick to the horizontal format. I've said this before, Val, but I actually think that uh, the vertical format is almost obsolete. Mm. Uh, most of our images now, the majority of our images are seen online and if they're, they're they're being seen in print, they're also going to be used online. So if something is vertical, mm. it is very hard to create a horizontal image from that without cropping it. But if you shot, if you shoot in a horizontal format first, you've got the option of cropping into that. And yeah. uh, the cameras today, plenty of pixels, you've got enough resolution to do that. So, so just cover yourself, Alison, and just keep the camera at a, at a, at a horizontal format, shoot everything horizontal. A um, mm. couple of images where I just noticed that you cropped uh, it was a shame that like one little girl, beautiful image, it's a shame to see that you crop through her ankles. So mm. maybe crop a little bit tighter or move back a little bit, but try and avoid just cropping at um, at uh, where anything moves, at a joint, a major joint, and try and crop in between. Uh, in answer to your question about your retouching style and is it trendy or uh, is your stuff overprocessed, the, re the way that you retouch an image is also an extension of your own style. So rather than, um, yes, have a look at, at what's around and what other people are doing, but but don't let that uh, influence how you uh, edit uh, your own images because you want it to 
to be an extension of your own style. And it's just like uh, when uh, clothes are in fashion, Val, there's certain like, you know, every year that there's all these groovy fashion trends and uh, you can go out there and and buy everything or you can borrow from a few of them and and take what resonates with you but you don't need to go the whole hog and and wear whatever stupid, I mean, um, interesting (laughs) fashion trends around there, right? Do you know what I mean? Yes. But but with photography, it's really important that like, you know, because you can see that there is like, you know, pastel and that that there's all these trends and you see particularly a lot of portrait photographers that will just uh, follow those trends because that's what everyone else is doing. And the problem with that is your images just look like everyone else's. So like here you are, Alison, you've got this beautiful, fresh, natural, authentic style. Um, Find the, 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 edit them in a way that makes you happy and, uh, and, and, and find some little touches in the, whatever is groovy right now, but don't go all the way and don't be too hung up about all that. I think you're doing a fantastic job. Keep doing whatever you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I love them. I think these shots are great. I agree with you on the cropping, but apart from that, I think these um this the the expressions that she's captured are really really yeah, as you say, joyful. They they're fantastic. Yep. Um all right. So that's our snapshot mini sode for this week. We will be back to our regular programming next episode. Uh in the meantime, where do we find you online, Gina? So I'm at ginamilitia.com. That's G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. You can find me at Gina Militia on Twitter and at Gina Militia on Instagram. And you'll find me at Valerie Koo, that's K-H-O-O, on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, you can find both of us very regularly on Facebook within the Facebook group, which is free to join, called this. Um, all you need to do is search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community and request to join. And we'd love to see you in there. It's where a lot of our listeners have conversations and also ask for constructive uh, feedback on their images. But also it's where we do our hashtag Gina challenge each week as well. So remember, just go to Facebook and search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community, and it's a Facebook group. We'd love to see you in there. Uh, So until next time, we look forward to chatting to you again. In the meantime, have a great week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit ginamilitia.com. 